Good evening and welcome to the Magic Moon Club. My name is Julia and I'm so happy you're joining me here. Tonight we're meeting a special guest to chat about how we can start taking action to help those in need. Are you ready to dive right in? Please relax, take a deep breath. It's time for our magic talk show. Have you ever thought of starting your own charity project or even a whole charity organization to help those in need? And what was it that has stopped you from doing it? If you're an overthinker like myself, you have probably found tons of reasons why you can't start it yet. It's like our mind flashes all these obstacles in front of us and we feel discouraged and too small to even begin working on that amazing idea we had. But everyone's project started as just an idea. And sometimes all we need to do is really just begin anywhere. The beautiful thing about doing things to help a cause that is important to you is that you feel a sense of purpose, of hope. Even if at times it seems too difficult, even if you feel like you're too tiny to change anything in the world, you are at least trying. And this is the most important thing. To at least try. You never know what will happen. There's a quote from the book Some Girls Bite by Chloe Neal that goes like this. Have you ever had a moment where you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you were in the right place? That you were on the right journey? Maybe the sense that you'd crossed a boundary, jumped a hurdle and somehow after facing some unconquerable mountain, found yourself suddenly on the other side of it. When the night was warm and the wind was cool and a song carried through the quiet streets around you, when you felt the entire world around you and you were part of it, of the hum of it, and everything was good. Contentment, I suppose, is the simple explanation for it. But it seems more than that, thicker than that, some unity of purpose, some sense of being truly, honestly, for that moment, at home. When we find our purpose, we find our home. And sometimes it's helpful to hear how other people are going about creating projects and charities. We feel inspired and encouraged and it can give us that necessary push. That's why I'm very excited about my chat with tonight's special guest. We had some internet connection issues, which is why a few parts, including my introduction of her, were cut off. But still, our conversation was super fun and insightful and I hope you enjoy listening. I was joined by Brija from India, who is a Reiki master, healer, and tarot reader, and who recently created an organization to empower women who dealt with abuse in India. 
A quick trigger warning, this episode does quickly mention a topic of abuse, but nothing graphic. So, let's welcome Brita. you so much for having me on your podcast (laughs) well I already mentioned a little bit but I think it's best if you could maybe introduce yourself in your own words and introduce your work for us too yeah sure so hello everyone my name is Bria it's actually Bridja but you know people couldn't pronounce my name properly so (laughs) (laughs) I know that (laughs) I'm also in, in Germany. I, my name is actually Julia, but most people can't pronounce it. So I always just say Julia. Uh, so it's easier for them too. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys around the world cannot pronounce certain things because of the way languages are. Yes. <laughs> it is beautiful, but again, everything has its own pros and cons. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So I am actually a Reiki master, a life coach, a meditation coach for children, for women, a tarot reader, shaman, like a proper, you could say, I wouldn't call myself a spiritual teacher, but you could say I guide people Mm. in a way. Mm. And I'm also studying naturopathy and also being initiated to learn the Vedas as well. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, can you maybe like shortly say what's the Vedas for anyone who doesn't know? So the Vedas are actually the scriptures in India. You know, like how Buddhist Buddhism has its own scriptures. Yeah. Mm. So Vedas are like the core scriptures of India. You cannot actually learn or read them until and unless you have like if you've been initiated for that. Like you need a teacher, you need a guru for that. Wow, that's so interesting. And how long have you been doing that or learning that? It's been, you could say, a few months, Mm -hmm. around three to four months. It's just, you know, baby steps. (laughs) Yes. Wow, that sounds like you're discovering like lots of secrets, (laughs) like mysteries. Wow, so cool. And um, so recently you were actually sharing um, about how you're creating your own organization to empower women in India. And I feel like this is super inspiring for anyone who also dreams of creating something for, um, yeah, with the purpose of also helping others. So could you maybe tell us a little bit more about this? Like, what's your goal with it? How does it work? Yes. So, well, you know, I I feel like it doesn't actually take much for anyone to start an organization if everyone, you know, if anyone out there is thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because, first of all, if you have a side hustle, like for me, it is tarot. For me, it is teaching people. Mm -hmm. Right. So the funding you can get from there. It can be an online organization because you know how these days we have everything online for now, yes. like, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, since I was dealing with a lot of clients who have gone through, you could say, mental abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all those kind of abuses, and 
it really struck me that, you know, why not have a support center for women in India? Because there's a thing that, that I don't know if uh, people outside India actually experience it, but if you tell someone your issues, the person will not help you. Instead, they will run away from you. Mm. And it is seen as, you could say, it is seen shameful for women to be abused in this country. Like, for example, if you're sexually assaulted, you can't just go and say that, hey, I was sexually assaulted. Yeah. It is the, like, oh, my God, the family name is this, this, that. But mm. that is the trauma that the person has gone through. Yeah. So it is building that, 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 that power, building that network, helping women realize that you, too, can heal your trauma. You have a support group. You have a backbone. You don't have to do this alone. Yes. Oh, this is like so important because in these situations, many times we don't really feel like even comfortable in, in talking to our, our, our family, like the mom or whoever. And sometimes it's actually easier to talk about it with someone else, like someone who um, is able to deal with it because it's it's something that is sometimes your mom your sister whoever doesn't even know how to deal with it they're not they don't even know how to react right and then it can actually make your trauma even even worse that that happens a lot like uh, i've heard uh people in the u.s like in other places like Mm -hmm. uh it is much more open people are much more open about these things Mm. and help is given as well yeah but over here no (laughs) it's a big no yeah yeah i totally it's like different cultures i i come from brazil and i also feel like there's a difference in how you know, it's dealt with in Brazil, how it's dealt with in, in Germany. It's like completely different. So, so do, you, do you think that this is also going to maybe be a struggle for you? Like how your work is going to be seen or accepted within the community? I am sure there will be struggle because <laughs> if you want to change the mindset of, of people, there is some struggle that's there, but I feel like all of this is was taken away actually from uh, from India when we were invaded mm. heavily. And the foundation of foundation is this: the foundation of you know what we call as the goddess temples and the goddess culture that we have in spirituality. Mm. It was taken away, and it's like it's time that you know. Some of us were called for it, start working towards it and start building that foundation. Mm -hmm. But you know how they say, if the universe has your back, you don't have to be scared. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But do you sometimes, do you sometimes feel scared? Like, how do you deal with these moments when you feel a little bit like, whoa, this is such a huge task? Well, when I feel really scared, I usually um, lock myself up in a room. (laughs) I 
I having an inner monologue. I have it externally. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that you are scared? Like, you are absolutely nothing. You are just flesh and bones. You are not doing any work. Why are you scared? And then it get back to my senses and be like, right. It doesn't matter who's doing it. <laughs> Snapping out of it completely. And um, did you always have this idea in mind, like ever since you were younger or was it something that came to you suddenly? Like, when did you first have this idea for this project? Honestly, like being in India, I have also been abused in a lot of ways. And at one point it, it, it got too much where I couldn't handle it myself and I seeked for help mm. and we basically lost everything like we basically lost the case and, and, and the person who did it won and all of that happened and that that kind of left a mark on me like mm-hmm. why is it that that these people cannot bring justice like why is the why is the system not functioning mm. And ever since that day, I, I, I already had this, this thing in mind that I wanted to open a place for, for women who have been abused, who have nowhere to go to, who literally cannot even fund for proper lawyers mm-hmm. to give them all the support that we can to fight cases, to you know, get, get that justice that's not being served in the country right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that was the inspiration. Um, well, I'm sorry that you were also abused. Um, I feel like this is such a tragic thing because it kind of, it's almost like everyone I talk to, every girl, every woman has a story of their own of abuse. And it's like, it makes me so mad that it keeps happening. And it's almost like everywhere in the world, um, it's happening and we we definitely need to help each other and like help empower each other to see that the next generation maybe has yeah has like a better (laughs) a better future in front of them um but when it comes to like the like practical steps Mm -hmm. um how did you go about like starting it all like what were maybe the most important steps or what are currently the most important steps currently the most important steps first is literally putting the word out there Mm. it is obviously you have to put yourself out there and like you said like every single girl has a story Hmm. they're just afraid of putting it out there so if one person makes the move there are millions of others who get inspired at least one of them will make a move and of course since we have a beautiful online platform and and you know it's like I, I i do have sufficient subscribers and i have my contacts and stuff like that who are like people are willing to help me on this hmm. so that's like a blessing in itself hmm. So you could say it's somewhat divinely inspired in a way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, otherwise, there wouldn't like I would have to search for people who would want to work for me, who would want to help me, want to support me, and funding and all of that. But 
it is like one of those um one of those moments when you realize that wait you're already living your life purpose <laughs> it is one of those moments that's amazing but it's also i feel like it's also like this huge thing like this 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 amazingly big thing right and um you mentioned that you actually have a team so um how did you find these people did they just reach out to you or how did you guys like connect to work on this big thing together i had no idea about how all of this would come together mm. i did make some friends i had no idea that you know they were going to be a part of this Mm -hmm. And they're, they're like very supportive. They're super supportive of every single thing that I do. Like if I, if I spam them 20 times a day with whatever I upload, they will, they will like promote it like crazy. They will support. And I'm like, ah, oh, thank you so much. And then one day I was just like, you know, I was thinking about it. And then they're like, we got it. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you have a team already. We're all willing to put in work for this. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in the end, it's all about people like just coming together and just just starting, right? Like sometimes we we overthink and we we end up making things more complicated than they actually are. I feel like if you have like two people or three, it's already it's already a team. You can already start something, right? Exactly. And it's it's more you know like how you said two three people. It is. It's just realizing that you already have what you got. It is that belief that that's there. Like you already have what you got. You don't need to go searching for everything. Mm. Yeah. Kind of Especially with the internet these days, like it's, it's so easy for things to just even go viral sometimes. And like, we don't even need to, yeah, like to build something like from from the beginning because there are so many apps so many so many uh, websites that we can actually use so i feel like if somebody has a um like an a dream or an idea for a project sometimes just starting is like the most important step right but what advice would you give like if someone is actually thinking of doing something like this like what have you maybe learned that you could just tell others that you are not actually too small for anything mm, I love that and you can be 10 years old you can be five years old you can be like 22 and you can literally bring about the change only if you're willing to go for it that's so true there's so many like very young people like actually kids even who are doing their own little projects and it's like it inspires me so much because there's literally like there's no age like we can do it if we're five or if we're 65 like it's never too late or too soon right exactly it's it's never too late or too soon if you're like you know how in the spiritual uh, world we say i'm sure you're aware of this that your soul doesn't actually have an age yeah. mm yeah it is it is just your physical body your physical appearance that seems to have yeah 
That's why sometimes people are like, they're super young, but they are like old souls. They just know stuff. <laughs> they have like this wisdom. <laughs> exactly. And, and I feel like this sometimes also puts so much, like so many limits on us if we focus on our, on our age too much or, or like even on our experience, because I feel like sometimes just the, the drive, the passion behind it already kind of makes you a very um, capable person of pursuing something, something big, right? I love the way you put it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you are doing all of this in uh, in 2020, like such a difficult year for many, but I guess like for, for every one of us. Um, when you're, I mean, now it's November, when you're now looking back, like to the beginning of the year, mm. what do you think was like something that happened that was actually a really good lesson for you and that you will take with you for, for the next years? At the beginning of the year, uh, I think the year of the Saturn, I don't know, a lot of people are going around saying those things, mm. <laughs> but I have learned a lot. I spent uh, most of my year, you could say, with my mentor, and I learned that people are not actually bad. It is just their behavior, their actions are. So when you start... Uh, looking at people for who they are and not their actions and everything, every single individual is pure state of being. Mm. You know, this, um, this podcast is actually focused a little bit on the moon. And mm. I would love to know if you have, like, if you practice moon rituals and if you do, like, what's your favorite type of moon ritual to do for yourself? I love moon rituals. Oh my god! <laughs> so usually, I have recently started writing letters uh, during full moons, mm -hmm. and I actually have my own uh, smudging kit that I build at home for, like you know, for prosperity and protection and cleansing and shielding and all the other things. Uh, it basically consists of you could say cinnamon sticks clove mm -hmm. it has camphor if you don't have camphor you can you know just have camphor oil or the essential oil like a bit on it mm -hmm. and bay leaves with intention all over them and like all of them clubbing them together and just you know saging the whole house with it mm -hmm. oh, it must smell really it's a very minimal really nice it does especially <laughs> if it's cinnamon cinnamon is oh, yeah. Do you, do you, uh, you say like your intentions while doing that? I usually go with music. Um, oh, yes. It is more of a, if I want to manifest money, I'm going to put on some, some money music. If I want abundance and their abundance tracks, it's like, I have curated playlists for all different occasions. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how many playlists I have. <laughs> I also do that. <laughs> Maybe we should share the playlist and see. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I feel like uh, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande is probably like one of the, like one of my favorites for, for like money and abundance. Mm -hmm. 
it's just like very catchy. Like you can just repeat it to yourself, the stuff that she says. <laughs> exactly, yes. I feel like Ariana Grande is like slipping into more into, um, you know, the, the manifestation magic kind of music. Like, I feel like we need more of that. Yeah, totally. Like, also, she, with her new album, she has, like, Just Like Magic, which is also so great to just repeat it. It's kind of like a, a little mantra that you repeat to yourself. So, thank you, Ariana. <laughs> like, affirmations. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love using music as well because it also kind of uplifts you even if you're like in a really really bad mood um i do that a lot with cleaning because like with uh the moon um i i always like clean before you know doing anything and then if you put like like happy music and you start cleaning your house your whole house feels different afterwards it's kind of like the music just made everything more you know more more beautiful so yeah there's something special in music <laughs> right music is very beautiful and like you said yes i feel like when you put on music and clean your house i feel like two hours also seem like two minutes it does <laughs> and your culture like india is also like really heavy on on music right because in brazil as well like people whatever we're doing we're always putting on music like we just need it and I feel like this kind of reflects a little bit on like, because every single person I met from India is like so like very cheerful, very cheerful. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of Brazilian people. So I don't know, but I feel like the music is a little bit of our secret to being, being, yeah, happy, you know, <laughs> cheerful. <laughs> yes, the high vibrational. <laughs> well... Um, I'm super, super happy that you were here. I'm sorry about the connection problems. Like, it always happens, even though my internet provider actually says that my internet is good. <laughs> They're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the energies were too much for them. <laughs> yeah, it was like, whoa. Like, maybe I should uh, do, like, put some crystals here next time so that it helps me out. <laughs> with the connection but yes. it was it was so cool to talk to you um i feel like you have you have a lot a lot to share like you do so many different things um and uh, i was actually looking at your website and you teach um tarot as well which i love um did you did you learn tarot by yourself or was it also from your mentor I did learn tarot by myself, uh, but before that, I dedicated, you could say, almost a year to my meditation and yoga and, you know, practices like that. Mm -hmm. That basically helped me just go for it. Uh, like it's yes. basically just intuition-based, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I also feel like this really helps with, um, like, your foundation, like, start meditating before anything else <laughs> it kind of helps you to connect with that that inner inner voice it, it's it's very yes. shy in the beginning right <laughs> and then it gets louder <laughs> yes it yeah. is the it, it's basically one of those moments where the shy kid suddenly becomes you could say 
it's it's like the it's like the high school movies that we have yes it starts screaming at you and you're like hello can you, can you turn it down where's where's that shy nice kid from before guess they had a revert <laughs> totally so um yeah where can people um connect with you where's like the best uh place to connect with you if anyone's interested in my instagram or twitter <laughs> oh sorry my instagram or twitter these are the only two places that i handle mm. currently emails and everything is handled by other people so okay so if they want to talk <laughs> directly to you twitter and and instagram it is and I will put it in the episode notes so that people can check it out. And I love so your images on, on Instagram. I just had to mention, like, I really love your images. Your, your photos are so beautiful. I saw one that was um, about like a moon ritual, I think, recently that you posted. So yes. beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. It was really so much fun talking to you and I'm feeling, I definitely feel more inspired and more like encouraged because sometimes I, I definitely am an overthinker and just mm -hmm. hearing about how you, how you just started and you just put people together and you're doing such an important work for other women. It definitely encouraged me to, you know, don't doubt myself so much and just, you know, just do it. <laughs> Yes. So I hope that other people also felt that magic that you brought to encourage everyone. And yeah, thank you so much for spending time with me. It was really, really a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation. If you feel like getting in touch with Frija and learn more about her work, take a look at her contact information in the episode notes. There you can also find information about my tarot for a good cause. Join us! I hope you had fun and I hope you also feel more encouraged to go after your own charity project. Just go for it! If you feel like sharing it with me, please do so over a DM. I would love to also share it with other people. Moon friends, this was tonight's Magic Moon Club episode. We'll meet each other again very soon. Until then, keep creating your magic. Mm -hmm.